Have you ever thought about your car personality? What's your vibe? Do you like the classic fully gas-powered engine? Or are you a best-of-both-worlds type? Driving on battery power while keeping gas on reserve, just in case? Or are you more inclined to choose a convenient hybrid ride? Whichever your vibe, there's a Hyundai Tucson to match and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all the details, the seats, the dash, the available panoramic roof, you name it. Hyundai thought of it, all while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgaters. Okay, Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson Plug-In Hybrid is only sold in California, Connecticut, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. You cover a lane that really is all your own, you know, mm-hmm. like creatively, artistically, yeah. athletically. I don't think, you know, there's it, it's you and I'm, you know, no disrespect to anybody else out there. Whoever's number two, it's 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 pretty far down the list before <laughs> it gets to that. You know, I mean, no disrespect, but you know, that just goes to show the sort of like lane you've created for yourself mm. and not just limiting yourself to BMX. Yeah, right. What yeah. you've done with BMX and what you've done to kind of like bring it to the masses is like I said, uh, among action sports athletes is 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 one of one. Like, I mean, we could, we could talk one. about all the shit he's done. You know, let's let's talk about the shit with Nike, right? Yeah, the shoe. Crazy. First first uh, first BMX athlete signed a Jordan. Yeah, man, first BMX athlete signed a Jordan, and to have my own Jordan mm-hmm. one. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. just even those moments, right? Like those are testaments to to the hard work and the grind. What's poppin' people? Welcome to another edition of Say Less with Kaz, Low Key, and Rosie. I'm Kaz. This is Low right here. There is not Rosie. You're you're a little uh, pale and yeah. <laughs> lacked a certain genitalia to be Rosie. But just, just a little pale. Just a little. There's pale. no black tights. Pale. There's no Jordans. It's just like I don't know what. Yeah, nice. But it's yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. To us, we're good. None of that stuff. But um, I appreciate y'all for kicking it. Obviously, we have a guest in there today. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Kazim. Make sure you subscribe to patreon.com slash say less. Make sure you are checking us out on everywhere you stream podcasts, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, wherever the the Stitcher, all the other joints. Uh, Make sure you get there. Uh, But that, that goes without saying. We our guest our guest is here, but our <laughs> other co-host is not here, and it's Rosie. like we've been talking about this for twelve hours. Nigel has hey. been confirmed for a minute, and Longer. then now Rosie doesn't show up. And what was the excuse that she so gave us? So we was texting Rosie, and I'm like, "All right, oh, yo, you 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 rolling up? You coming?" And she was like, "Oh, we got to find a babysitter for for Ryder. I'm waiting for Ryder's sitter." I was like, 
Rosie, you knew he was coming that's at one thirty on Thursday. Yeah. That's and, terrible. And, and the thing is, Rosie and, and Nigel are, have known each other for years, so we, this has been in the making for a minute. Rosie, so. Rosie has been campaigning for Nigel on this show yeah. for the past year, several months. Right. And as busy as this man is, we finally got him to come to fucking Williamsburg. We finally got him to sit down for an hour and a half, and the main fucking component is not here. Yo, yeah. I've known Rosie for over a decade, bro. bro so like, not bro. to show up today is crazy. That's wild, bro. Yeah, but wow. but we here. Today? We here with Nigel. He's got his new book out, so we're gonna make yes. sure we get to the nitty gritty. But Rosie, I'm disappointed. In Rosie, we got we gonna have a little talk <laughs> after this. But nah, she's she's all good. But yeah, Nigel Sylvester, welcome to the show, bro. Thank you for having me. What gets you out of bed to even have this sort of energy to do something like this? I love this shit, bro. Yeah, I'm sure similar to what you guys feel when you creating or your shows, yeah. or your shows or this show. Yeah, like you guys love it. Like there's something about it that fulfills you. you you find purpose in it. Like there's like a love for it. For me, like it's the same thing with BMX. Like I'm obsessed with riding my bike. Mm. Like <laughs> I literally love this shit. Like mm. there's certain nights where I'll go to, well, I'll try to go to sleep, but I can't cause I'm thinking about a bike trick. Mm. Or I'm thinking about an idea. I'm mm. thinking about a moment that I want to create and mm. literally cannot go to sleep. You know, and like it's, it's, it's that thing that, that keeps like that fire burning. Um, and, when you see like some of the like, end results, right? When you look at like this book and or some of the things we've done in the past or a video concept that I'm able to take from my mind and now put it on the screen, man, like there's nothing else like it. Mm -hmm. and there's nothing else that has that I've encountered in my life that makes me feel the way that bike riding does and everything that's around it. You, you speak about the power of the internet, you know, right. catching fire when you first started doing the Ghost series, mm -hmm. and now you have this book. And I think, you know, with this book and me knowing you personally, you have, like, the power of personality. Thank you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, no, and I'm not trying to just, you know, because you're my mans, but, you know, speak on, your, you know, you conveying your personality with these brands, with mm -hmm. people that don't even understand your world, right. without you, you know, sacrificing and you know, going for the corporate route? How do you still stay that Queens kid in these boardrooms, conveying these deals, you know, linking with these brands? How do you keep that intact? And we're going to always keep it Queens, man. We're going to always do that, bro. Yeah. And I mean, you guys, we see each other outside, course, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm, the, I'm the same, same person, guy, like, no matter same where group. I'm at. Um, it's a blessing, bro. And I feel like there's like there was a point early on in my career where I realized if I'm going to do this, I have to stay authentically me mm -hmm. and have to be unapologetic, right? Because I'm doing something that people are not familiar with. Yeah. So I can't let the opinions or people's perception of it sway how I'm going to react or like what I'm going to put out into the world. How often does that happen to you? I feel like, you know, with all the brands that come to you, do they ever feel like, oh, we have this great idea for you, and you're just like, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time, bro. Like, there's definitely been opportunities where that will come to my like, to my table, real bread. I'm like, nah, I'm good. It doesn't fit my brand. Mm. Right. Or I'll sit with my team, and we'll go back and forth on something for days or weeks. And I'm like, you know what? As good as it potentially can be, it stopped feeling right. 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 And I'm a person that moves with my gut. And my mom always says like. That's probably one of God's like biggest blessings to me. It was like he's blessing with an incredible gut, and I follow that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like again, I, I, if, my, if my heart's not in it, I'm not. I'm not moving with it. Mm. You know what I mean? I have to have that. Now, now uh, we we mentioned the artist formerly known as Mr. Fall is Greg Yuna. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. <laughs> he man, spoke very high, spoke so highly. We've had we've had yeah, so many brother. guests so on this highly. show. 
And the way he spoke about you, like the glow that he talks about you is right. like, y'all are kin. Like blood couldn't make y'all <laughs> any closer, bro. Seriously. And Seriously. most of the times when I see you, y'all together. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been, it's been plenty of times where I've ran into both of them at the same time. Right. And it's just like a fucking tornado. Right. <laughs> and, and you, know, you, know, you know you're at in the, the right place time. when they're both there. Like, but right. it's just like, it's going to be a good night. Right. I just seen both of them at the same time. Like, fuck. Right. How do you get out of this shit? And he knows exactly what I'm talking about. I wonder how many about. people feel like that when we pull up to a spot. Bro, I, I, I feel like that, bro. I feel like that. Everybody. I know I'm in the right spot when I see them two somewhere, and I'm just like, all right, it's going to be one of them nights. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's a, a positive right. fuck. Like, it's, it's, not like, fun. it's not like, God damn. Like, nah, it's definitely niggas, good fun. Nah, yeah. How, spoke, how did y'all meet? Like, what's y'all, I know y'all relationship goes beyond just business and stuff like that. Y'all, He said y'all are brothers. Like, no, so that's how, my brother, what, man. What, how did that relationship even spark between y'all two? Well, first and foremost, like, that episode that you guys did with Greg and I watched the whole thing and I had to pause it at a certain point because I was like, this is too much for me, bro. Like, I, was like, I couldn't watch it. it was, I was like, this is love, man. And like, I appreciate you guys like um, having that episode and, and, and giving Greg that platform to speak and, and highlight everything he's doing because he's an incredible human being first and foremost. Mm -hmm. He's an artist, bro. Like, yeah. I feel before the jewelry, he's an artist. Yeah. Like, yeah. even how he breaks down the, like, the jewelry designs to me in the process, I'm like, oh, nah. Like, people may think, oh, yeah, you just he looks put like some stones or something. Nah, it's completely different. different, bro. The way that he manipulates metals and mm -hmm. and, and stones Co colors and whatnot. And textures it's, and all, yeah. It's crazy, bro. And the attention to detail that he puts into his precise. pieces. Uh, it's precise. Especially the small ones. I'm just like, Man. that dude is next level it's, when it comes to it's insane. I'm assuming that's a unipiece right there, right? Yeah, yeah, like Greg, yeah. you know. He's yeah. I guess, I guess <laughs> but I guess, I guess you could compare like how they do their work. Like you, you know, you that, just saying that, that was my question. I was yeah, gonna like, ask like, as much as an athlete, I think mm -hmm. you're a lot of people view you as a true artist, right. and you have that kind of uh, appreciation for the art of something, and not like doing it for the money. Like for an sure. athlete, for example, might take just a sponsorship deal. It's about dollars and cents. Mm -hmm. You value your brand on like a higher. And not your brand necessarily, but like your integrity as a yeah, no, hundred percent. I like so like how I view it is like my brand is an intersection of sport and art, yeah. and they're equally as important. Yeah, you know what I mean. But to answer your question, as far as with Greg, how we met, um, we had the same manager mm. at a, a certain point in time, and um, we just met like that between like our manager and then seeing each other at certain spots. And then he invited me to pull up to um, Sixth Avenue. He's like, you just pull up on me. Yeah. And at first I was like, uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> and, then, and then I pulled up. I was like, oh, nah, man. Like, this dude is genuine. Like, he's dope. And his energy is infectious. Yeah, like, man. You'll never meet anyone else like Greg Yuna ever. Facts. You know what I mean? He's a true one-on-one. -one. He cares. Mm -hmm. um, he's thoughtful. You know, he's an incredible human being. He comes from great stock. His parents are amazing i've sat down and ate dinner with them before yeah. and <laughs> his mom is amazing word, word, <laughs> no word. they're like they're really really good people and he's a queens cat yeah you know, like, there's, a, there's something about the cloth in queens <laughs> my dad's right? from, my dad's from queens my dad's yeah. from a corona, i was born in yeah, corona right queens okay dope. yeah no so like the first time i met girl not the first time but like the first time we really really spoke we were at last lap yeah and uh i think this was after he did um our podcast okay and he was like he pulled me to the side and he was just like, yo, what y'all did and what y'all doing is phenomenal. And it's like, mm. you gotta stay in that pocket. You gotta stay true to like who you guys are, have those conversations, be weird, be fun, whatever sure. the case is. And he said to me, he was like, yo, if you ever need anything, like I'll, I'll tell you up front if I can do it, if I can't. 
But right. please don't ever hesitate to reach out because I like what y'all doing and I'm attracted to what y'all doing. That's and a good man right, right there, man. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just how, you know, that's how he is. Every time we talk or whatever, he's like, yo, just let me know if you need anything or let me know if I can do it. If I can, I'll tell you. If I can't, you know, I will. So it's just like that, that, that law of attraction is, you know, sits perfect with them. It's incredible, you know, 100%. man. 100%. Like, again, like, we're like... Yin and Yang, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> but there's so many similarities. So like, nah. Shout out to Greg, man, and yeah, I like the I New York, you, bro. Yeah, like the New York Ebony and Ivory, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, listen, that's a campaign waiting to happen. I'm so telling you, sponsors like, just throw a highlight cut. Hey, man, listen, we, we can do it. We can do it, Crystal. Uh, nah, man. Like it's it's an incredible energy that you two uh, have, and and especially you, man. Like you bring so much of. You know, when brands come to you, whether it be a Nike and see you do stuff with, with the Yankees and right. do stuff with all these other incredible brands, it's almost like they and, – and it's what most creatives aim to have. It's mm. like we're going to come to you to do what you do well and yeah. elevate it and not just we have this idea, let's just slap this person on it. And if this person isn't good for it, we can get somebody else who's just right. in the same lane. Like you cover a lane that really is all your own, you mm. know, mm -hmm. like creatively, artistically, yeah. athletically – I don't think, you know, there's it, it's you and I'm, you know, no disrespect to anybody else out there. Whoever's number two, it's 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 pretty far down the list before <laughs> it gets to that. You know, I mean, no disrespect, but you know, that just goes to show the sort of like lane you've created for yourself mm. and not just limiting yourself to BMX. Yeah, right. What yeah. you've done with BMX and what you've done to kind of like bring it to the masses is like I said, uh, among action sports athletes, is is, is one of one. Like, I mean, we, we could talk about all the shit he's done. You know, let's let's talk about the shit with Nike, right? Yeah, yeah. the shoe. Crazy. First, first, uh, first BMX athlete signed a Jordan. Yeah, man, first BMX athlete signed a Jordan, and to have my own Jordan mm -hmm. one. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. just even those moments, right? Like those are testaments to to the hard work and the grind. Right. I've been doing this for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation earlier today where I'm like, man, people. Me look at it and be like, oh, you only been on for like five or six, mm -hmm. seven years. Like, nah, nah, man. I've been pro for 17 years, bro. <laughs> like, and then all the years to even get to that point, right? And then when you look at the things I'm doing, like, it's not just like, oh, Nigel shows up and things happen. No. Like, anyone around it's me, you can proper planning. All the strategizing is yeah. like 24 hours a day, right? Like, it's, it's one strategizing what, like... I'm gonna do it on my bicycle. Then what the content looks like. Yeah. Then what's the business model behind that? Yeah, what okay. does brand partnerships look like? Like it's all the things like that we're doing, and I'm so meticulous with like with all those details because you have to be mm -hmm. right. Like you like there's no blueprint to this BMX shit, right? Like you're making the blueprint. We're making it right now, right? You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I could look at a certain dude and be like, I right, bet cool. Like I'm gonna do boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. Like there like there were certain guys like Dave Miller, Matt Hoffman, but. That was just a different generation, a different time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, in mm. Dave Mirror's like prime and in Matt Hoffman's prime, mm. social media did not exist. Right? Yeah. Right? The world has changed so much with the internet. So that blueprint is being created now and like we're doing it. So I'm involved in every aspect of my business. And that's something I would tell any creative, any athlete, any person that's like wants to wants to like, to like to like rise to like a legit level, you have to be a part of every aspect of, of your business and know what's going on. And like see and you know, my question to that is, you know, we're all deep in in, 
you know, in the trenches of our culture and mm-hmm. in the process of our culture. You know, I do my radio shows with Apple. I do this. I do other stuff. Which is side. amazing, bro. Congrats and to you, And I, I appreciate that. I love you, seeing your face on the um, <laughs> <laughs> on the Apple. I know this guy. Right? Yeah. Yes, I'm going to go play some Jay-Z shit. Like, yeah, like, no, no I appreciate dope. that. And, you know, Kaz with MSG and everything right. else outside of that. You know, is there a part where you do get frustrated with the process and the building and the strategizing where you just say, damn, I just want to fucking ride my bike, the thing that got you there? Because I know the mm-hmm. phone calls, the emails, the meetings, the back and forth, I know some of those things do frustrate you because you are human and you're a creator first. You're, mm-hmm. You know, you're a biker first. Do you ever have those moments where it's like, man, fuck all this shit. I just want to ride my bike. Of course. All the time. Because <laughs> yeah. like you said, I'm, I'm human. Right. And this shit is hard. The other mm-hmm. day I text Crystal like, yo, this like raising the bar and... Chasing yeah. success and, and building a blueprint, and building it. This shit is hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, I love the grind. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like that like one line in Unpaid in Full that uh, Mitch says after Ace Cash. I love the hustle. I love the hustle. Are they still gonna love me? Still gonna love me, man. I literally love this shit. I wake up every morning, thank God, and I look forward to the process. Yeah, you know, like the end result is great, right? And 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 I love to see things come to fruition but the process of building it i actually mm-hmm. enjoy that you know like when i got as a kid i would take things apart and, and put them back together and try to figure out how things work mm-hmm. and i find like, enjoyment in, in that process so yeah like there like there are times but we just like work through those bro like i would much rather deal with those challenges than, than the other problems you right. had before <laughs> <laughs> exactly. right. you right. know what i mean yeah. like it could be way worse man yeah. so Nadja, you've been in the game for 17 years and you've seen so many changes within the action sports and I I remember like way back when where uh, an action sports athlete whether it be a skateboarder or a biker or, or a snowboarder or something like that it would almost be like almost taboo to be working with corporations right, right. it was almost like oh man this guy's he's not he's not he's not yeah. doing it for the right reasons he's a poser and all this type of shit there's a like, lot of rebellion and there's, yeah, there's, right. yeah it's a, it's a rebellious uh sport you know what yeah. I'm saying. Just within the BMX community, how did you sort of like navigate yourself through that? Like you, you first of all, you black, right. you young, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Queens. You, you, you from Queens, right. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many things about you that doesn't fit, you know, what was thought of when it came to extreme athletes, extreme sport athletes two decades ago. 100%. You kind of kicked the doors down and sort of rewrote the book on what it means to be that. How did you sort of navigate towards that as a younger athlete when you were start first starting to sort of figure it out as you rose as a BMX star? Right. So just for the listeners too, like when you think about, well, if you don't know, like action sports right across the board, a lot of it has this very anti-corporation yeah. Like, yeah. attitude to it. But that's mm-hmm. also what makes it so good because uh-huh. it has that fuck you attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so for me when I was coming up, I was that kid as well, right? For, for, to a, a certain extent, right? But then, I, then I seen a dude like Dave Mirror, who's like on TV, winning X Games, driving around in gold seven forty five, beam his big ass cribs, Word. like he was doing this thing, and I was like, um, well, hold on, like, <laughs> I kind of want to do that. <laughs> that was another side to it. That was another side to it. And then also growing up in Queens, right? Like, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little cat, like riding around on Jamaica Queens. I'm seeing my brother and his friends pulling up in Lexuses mm-hmm. and. Nine five Maximus rigged yeah. up getting money, so I'm like, uh, I want to do that, but <laughs> like, I want to use my bike to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. W- when I came into the game, which also came into the game in a very interesting way, um, 
I was I was 17 and I met Dave Mirror mm-hmm. for the first time. And at that point in time, Mirror was starting a BMX brand called Miraco, and he was looking for up and coming riders to like to put on. Okay. And when I met him, like the idea was swirling around, but it wasn't like it's gonna happen for sure. It was yeah. still up up in the air. Right. And I met him in North Carolina at his like facility again. So I got to see him for the first time. So remember this, right? Like as a kid, I'm growing up watching him on TV for years. So you get to see him and in, I get the, to in the meet physical, him, yeah, bro. And when we pulled up from his crib, he he wasn't there yet. So we're sitting in, in, like, in like the um, he had one of those like uh, like dollar vans, mm-hmm. and we drove okay. down. <laughs> we drove from New York down to yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Damn, budget was small, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you got it done, right? You got it done. So yeah. we, ch- we we chilling in the van. And we hear this sound. It sounds like a spaceship. And lo and behold, it's mirror come up the block. He has some crazy souped out beamer, like Jeez. crazy joint sound. I've never heard a car sound like this before at this point in time in my life. And now you got and a he's couple just, like that. He's <laughs> 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 up until that right. point. Okay, yeah. that point, right? <laughs> but but it's, so, it's so crazy because like exposure is so important, right? And right. I, I, say, I say all, all of that to say, that he was living a certain lifestyle that a lot of BMX riders weren't living. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I looked mm-hmm. up to that. So met him, took a liking to me. At the same time, I met a dude named Mark Losey, mm. who would later on become the Nike team manager. Mm-hmm. So and they, and Mary and Losey have been friends forever. Losey's also an incredible photographer. A lot of the photography you see early in my career, like Losey shot those photos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was telling you guys when I turned pro, I leave North Carolina, Couple weeks later, Mirror calls my phone, right, and I'm got a Sprint flip phone joint. We had, the, we, all, we all had them. <laughs> we, we all had them. I walk outside. I had a Star Tag back in the day. Remember the Star Tag? I, I had the I had the, the Motorola. I had the, I had the seven the 750i <laughs> Motorola, the cola, uh, the cola joint. Oh, uh, my fault. I didn't yeah, yeah. cut you off. There. Oh, you <laughs> this is how we had. We, we was good. Yeah, we was good. Memory, yeah, memory jumps back. Memory jumps back in. So, so now I walk at the crib, talking to Mirror on the phone. Listen, I'm gonna start this team. And I'm gonna sign you. Mm. Incredible. Okay. Like life changer. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks after that, I get the call from Mark Losey. Y'all want to sign you to Nike. So I turned 18 and I signed to Miracle Bikes and Nike within a matter of weeks. Wow. So, so your I, life just does a 180. Complete 180, bro. Crazy. How and do you it, handle that? I mean, no one can prepare you for that, right? No like, one teaches you how to deal with that. No one teaches you how to no deal with that. So you came from Queens and your passion, and right. now you you know, the the people you look up to. I right. say, yo, you're the next one, or you're we want you over here. You get to right. meet Mike. I ain't get to meet. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a weird Mike story. Like, it, it, I don't have uh, one. I don't. Uh huh. Um, See, Jeff ain't tell you that. That's definitely an off yeah. conversation. <laughs> We're focusing on that. Right <laughs> I do want to hear that story. But um, so yeah, so life changes entirely, right? So being this kid growing up in Jamaica Queens, right. There's no one around me that can prepare me or talk to me like this. This was gonna happen in life. Like, Yo, yeah. So I'm like a fish out of water in, in, in a sense. But I do have amazing parents and amazing home like environment. So I know like basic life shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is how you gotta Operate, walk into a room. Yeah, yeah. It's how you have to handle things. Yeah. Be responsible. Like treat people with, with, with respect. Right. And it, and it was and it was those lessons that I learned at home that helped me navigate early on. Then I started to meet certain people that would take a liking to me and. Give me a little like, yo, this is a little advice here mm-hmm. or a little advice there, which yo, super appreciative of. You know you, what I mean? You bring up the parents and as a creative, sometimes the parents have a different 
you know, view of life for you. Like my mm-hmm. parents had a different view of life for me from what I was doing, like blogging, mm-hmm. hosting, radio. Like they didn't understand none of that shit. So I can imagine you going up in Queens, Jamaica, Queens. How did they look at just you jumping into this, you know, obscure world? Of, how how of supportive biking? were yeah, they? How, were they supportive? <laughs> did they, was there pushback? I'm about to say, you Jamaican, you, you Jamaican, true they? Grenadian. Grenadian. Oh, right. Right. okay. Yeah, so. Right. Like, so both my parents, mom and my dad. Well, yeah, yeah, so parents, some, yeah. some parents are like, oh, as long as you're happy. Some parents like, that's not going to bring the bills. Some parents are like, go to school. <laughs> I like, got to know what it was yeah, like. Yeah, what was yeah. it like oh, during this whole it process? Was, it, was, it was what you thought it was be like. Like, my parents didn't get it at all. Right. My mom was like, you going to do what? You going to ride a bike? You going to make videos? Yeah, like, what? Like, they didn't understand like the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you think about a couple of things, right? Like, my, like I'm first generation, so my parents left Grenada, gotcha. came to New York for opportunity. So it was like, cool, go to school, graduate, get a job, yeah. nine to five. And that's it. That's all they knew, yeah. right? Because they weren't exposed to, uh, to other yeah. things. So I can't blame them for that. And it was well, at the at the core of it. They just wanted to protect me, make sure I was good. For yeah. sure, yeah. you know what I mean. That's what stuff should really matter to them. So love them the long way, and I feel also. With them pushing back on me in that way, it made me go harder. I was like, I same, have to make same, this work. Same. You know what I mean? Same, like, I, I have to. Because you still want to make them proud, but you still want to do what you want to do. So it's and you like, still you want to prove them wrong. The yeah, only, the only like, too. Yeah, bro, that's, right. that's all that, bro, that's literally all that was, you know, with me. I'm like, nah, you don't, you don't think I know what I'm Wait. doing? Which I didn't, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm gonna make it work, right? right and right. I, you know, I, you know, I figured it out the long way and made it work. And mm-hmm. once they really saw, it, they were like, "Oh, that's what you was doing this whole time." I'm yeah. like, I was trying to tell y'all. I just didn't know how to tell. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you didn't have the words. Yeah, you, you know what you how wanted. To articulate yeah, that. Was, it, was, there, it takes time. was there a proof of concept moment for you with them? Was it like a the, when the two deals happened, or was it before that? Where there, I were mean, like, even when the deals happened, bro, like it was dope, but it wasn't like I was getting like real money yet yeah. you know what I mean yeah, like I'm yeah. coming in as like first time like a first time pro like yeah. it was still you had to but, work through the process mom, a moment where they were like okay this is real oh for sure like and and, and I've, I've told this story before like my first global Nike campaign it became real they were like right? oh, they were like oh okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. like I'm talking about do I'm, what you want <laughs> right like you good now we're talking about a, a campaign that's global Colombia like Jeez. Tokyo China yeah. London Paris yeah. like it was wild, bro. I think I was what uh-huh. I was nineteen at that point. In time. Like that's that's yeah. our son. Oh, okay, man. right. All yeah. the stuff he's been doing and why is right. he doing that? Where is he going? Who's he with? Oh, he was doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I see the vision. Yeah, I yeah. see the vision. And then um, I think it was like a year later, I signed to Gatorade. And at that point in time, I was like, okay, cool. Now we're now we're cooking not, with gas. Now we yeah. now we're understanding yeah. what's going on. <laughs> like when you go to the deli, oh, right. that's my son. Yeah. 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 That's, that's my little man's right. right. Like yo, like there were Gatorade bottles with my face on it. Like yeah. it was like okay, cool, crazy. Like, yeah. We get yeah. it now, man. But no, like I like I appreciate, especially my mom putting that pressure on me to be like, have yo, to. what you doing right now? Have to. You know what I mean? Because like they were like so like my mom, uh, she worked nighttime. She was a nurse, okay. so she worked twelve hour shifts. So she would come home in the morning and I'd be sleeping and she'd come and start yelling at me. Why are you not What up? you doing? Right. Why you dropped out of school, all of this? Like I dropped out of college. Yeah. So I would get up before my mom got home and went out and rolled all day. Just not just to just to, just hit. to avoid the argument. <laughs> just that's how you got so good. Yeah, that's what I said. You gotta thank mom. Mom pushed you out the crib and was like, all right, like I don't 100%. wanna hear this shit, so let me go ride and just get this shit right. Hundred percent. And then like also that. and then also like my brother got it, so he would kind of ease that pain a little bit, yeah. but it was still- He'd be the still, shield sometimes. Right, sometimes being that shield, which I appreciate, man, yeah, but it was still love. like, she was putting that pressure on me, man. And again, like, I thank her for that, right? So, cause on, on one end, 
she showed me what hard work looks like. Yeah, she would yeah. go and work a double sometimes or yeah. a triple and then still come home and take care of the household. Mm, yeah. So I'm seeing her on that end and then she's also putting pressure on me. So I'm like, okay, again, like I got to make this work. One, just for myself. Two, for her sacrifice yeah. as well. Mm. Like you spoke about earlier, making yeah. your parents proud and right. proving them wrong at the same time. Yeah. So, man, you know, everything happened for a reason. Man, you, you, you mentioned Dave Mirror earlier, and right. he was extremely influential on in your career and life. And he's one of the greatest uh, to ever do it. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, I, I just I just want to dive more into that relationship because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there was you, there's Dave Mirror. And you know we unfortunately lost him several years ago, but yeah. you know what was what was your relationship with Dave Mary like? Um, it was you know it was like the master and the apprentice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was he was the sensei, right? He was you know the sensei, man. man. Um, like because everything that I would eventually go through, he like he's been through it. You know, it's like there was times I would call him like, "Yo, bro, they hating on me." Blogs is writing about me crazy because mm -hmm. they calling me a sellout or yeah. they don't understand like the path I'm going. Mm -hmm. And it, and and it was only. Doing those things, I understand now. It was clickbait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, because like, you, your name brings headlines. Exactly. So like, yo, yeah. we it's going to it's, it's bring views. It's going to bring comments. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it was it's, these are things that he dealt with. You know, we talking about him at the top of his game. Harold Bikes, Slim Jim, mm -hmm. like Adidas, like mm -hmm. you riding for major, major corporations. You on TV every day. You can't go outside without seeing your face. Video games, yeah. like he was doing it. You know what I mean? So there were times where. I would hit him up and he would just give me advice. You know what I mean? And I definitely miss him, bro. Man, like I wish he was here to see yeah. all the smoke. The fruits, he's, of, he's the like fruits of his down. labor almost. Right. Like yeah, even yeah. like his bet on me. You know what I mean? Like he's one of the first people to be like, yo. To really give me a shot. Like, yeah. I'm sure, like, and not to sound like corny or whatever, but I'm sure like the things that are happening to you, for you, with you, mm -hmm. are, you know, a branch of his spiritual connection almost putting you in the right that. you know putting you in the right direction putting you in the right rooms you know see that. helping you make the right decisions mm -hmm. coming up with the right strategies and still right. sticking to the things that he saw on you 20 years ago right and and, and also think about it too like my like my route is completely different than his route yeah right so he he came up like i'm gonna rock contest and i'm gonna kill x games and be the biggest bmx rider in the world my route was completely opposite. I didn't care about contests. Mm -hmm. I used the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used mm -hmm. different things to to get to where I'm at, man. So it's dope though, man. Like to to, to be part of like that tree. Yeah. You that feel lineage. Me? That lineage. <laughs> that lineage, yeah. right. It's 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 like it's a blessing, man. Did you ever um, did you ever like is there any part of you that wishes you did a little bit more competitions or nah. Not at, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all, man. Tell, I can tell. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm all. good with where I'm at. Listen, like, <laughs> I'm look, like, taking a step back and looking at the whole picture now, not at all. He's like, yeah, I made the right choice. Yeah, I'm like, I, yeah. I'm on my fly <laughs> shit. I'm, right. on my, like, I'm cool. Like, yo. I'm chilling. And there's no disrespect to like not anyone who does, but it's just like, yo, but that wasn't for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind of, I mean, not to gas it up, you kind of transcended the sport. That's what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? So much bigger than BMX. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know what what an X Games gold medal would do for you more than a Nike campaign. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? At so. this point in time, you're right. You know what I mean? So, and, and also, man, the thing about it that I realized years ago was like, and I became also a little bit obsessed with it. I was like, I want to break the mold, mm -hmm. right? Because... Push the be envelope. Because, like, a lot of times I'm sitting in rooms and people can only define a BMX rider by that. Yeah. And it's like, now, nah, like, I want to break that that perception down and be like, no, I'm so much more than... There's another lens y'all can look through. 100%. I'm so much more than going to go out of contest. Right. Right? Like, don't box me into just that. I can do all the other things over here. 
Listen, I feel it's important that people can see different. Again, like like, like we said, like no disrespect to anyone that's doing it that route. Right. Go ahead and do that. But now we're showing people a different perspective of it. It can be done in more than one way. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, and, and I feel like that attitude for me, that mentality, comes from watching dudes like Pharrell or Hove or mm. Diddy, how they mm. how they broke the mold with like, like, with like hip hop and like took it to, and with the music and took it to a level that people didn't imagine <laughs> it could happen yeah. on. You know what I mean? And you may, I see now that that's, very, very glad because I think we're on the same level. You, you, you took it where I was, where I wanted to go, mm-hmm. right? Kaz asked the question earlier. You know, we'll get you out of bed. What makes you do this? What, what, what drives you? And you're out here. You're around the world. You're hearing different types of music. But you know, you're from Queens. You know, a, a very big staple in hip hop. You're writing every fucking day, right? What's in those AirPods? What's in those? You know, what's <laughs> no, what's in those headphones when you're <laughs> You know, when you're doing these these go campaigns, or when mm-hmm. you're just writing on your own, like what's like what music drives you? And it just doesn't have to be hip hop. There's a lot of other right. types of genres that can push you to a new limit. But what's on your playlist, or what gets you like, all right? When I hear this song, when I hear this artist, when I hear this album, we're gonna create some shit today. It's always different, bro. Like it, it can be. Of course, it could be like or Rockefeller. Like, yeah. That's like that whole, I was still <laughs> that whole era. Yeah, that whole yeah, era, bro. Yeah. I got a playlist that just got three diamonds on it and it's like all my Rockefeller joints, Dipset, whatever the case may be. Just that, of course. Yeah. Um, it could also be Capleton. You know what I mean? Like I'm onto some reggae joints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It could be Barris Hammond. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it can be that as well. Sometimes I'm, I'm riding to Brent. It could be, Shit. it could be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it can just be a slew of different like artists and the different genres of like of music. It's just depending on how I feel that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's some Afro beat joints, you know what I mean? It can be yeah, it could just be a lot of different things that I'm listening to. Music so tied into what you do, does that like kind of like do you use that as kind of like the blank canvas when you're gonna create like a video or create some sort of like project with people? Are you thinking music first or are you thinking like, okay, I'm gonna do something and then put the music behind it? What sort of like what what comes first? It's depending on what the project is, but usually the music comes comes second. Okay. But like but like there's times, right, where like I'm riding to a song and like when I'm riding to a song, I listen to that song on repeat and I stay right in that pocket. Mm. And I've noticed recently that I'll ride to the beat of that song. Yeah. Yeah. So the words <laughs> and the like that 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 when you're in that pocket, that doesn't mean too much to you. Just the instrumentation, the production. Yeah, it's just the intensity so, of it. It's the intensity like of like the music. Um even this there's a video I filmed recently, I put it on my gram where I'm riding to um I'm riding to the uh Quavo and uh takeoff joint, the uh hotel, hotel lobby joint. Yeah. Shit fire, by the way. Shit fire, by the way. I end up shit. using that song Love for the video. Set, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the choices had to be made, bro, because there right. was some bangers on there. <laughs> hotel lobby, hotel lobby, right. and uh, bars into captions. Those fire, fire as fuck. But, yeah. but I, I wrote to that song and like I was like, I'm gonna use this song for the video because I was just in that like space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's music. Sometimes, sometimes it's the music of it. Other times it's the words. Mm. Sometimes the actual lyrics. I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm feeling what this artist is saying. Yeah, because you know it, it kind of feels like what I'm trying to say, but through my writing and through. Exactly. Have you had any encounters with like any of your like you know favorite musicians, producers that just come up to you and say like, "Yo, bro, you 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 one of them ones." Any any Man. story that sticks out that damn, I remember that night. My phone's going off right now. I don't know why. It's probably uh, you know. the money calling, bro. So you know, you <laughs> know, it's, probably, it's still in the middle of the day on yeah, a Thursday, so you know, NBA it ain't Friday yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, like the other day I was in Milan and had an amazing conversation with uh, Pharrell. And he was just letting me know, like, yo, bro, like, I've been watching what you was doing and, like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, what you're doing is remarkable, man. And just keep going. Like, don't stop. That was the first time you met him? No, I've known Pete for a long time, bro. Okay. But um, just that conversation. Yeah, just that conversation. It was random. Like, I was out in Milan for the Montclair um, fashion show. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting in a hotel just having a glass of wine. And him and people walked in. It was like, oh, what's good? I ain't see you in a minute. And we started <laughs> chopping it up. We spent hours together, like him and his team, myself. We were just sitting there kicking it. And throughout that conversation, just showing love, man. And, and, and like, letting me know that, like, listen, what you're doing, again, is, is special, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, like dream as big as you can, just keep pushing forward, you know? And and like that was so dope to hear that during that point in time, you know what I mean? One, because coming up as a young black kid in Queens wanting to ride BMX on the level that I wanted to ride on wasn't common. Right. Two, there was certain videos that P were riding, there were certain videos that P rode BMX bikes. Yeah. That I used to see, I was like, "Oh, that's dope, right?" There's someone. I'm on, this yeah, level. like I'm thinking of lap did, dance. Did, was a lap dance video yeah, or the, the lap dance? Wait, who, who the wrote? first Nerd album? Who wrote? Was did he, did he ride? Uh, did he ride a bike in the family video? No, it was, was the who? it was the provider video. Yes. Okay. And then a lap dance video. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like riding down the street. You got a bunch of bike riders yeah, behind yeah. them. Oh, baby, you want me? Right. No, I did. I just you know just that setup to how you and P had that conversation. You're in Milan. You're drinking wine from the Montclair Fashion Show. I just, so I just, I just, I just, so just want to let you know how that, how that setup made me feel like, all right, my nigga, like, I was like, damn. There's a couple more tears. There's a couple more tears I got to get to. A couple more levels, But I'm bro. glad. And you know, and the funny thing, like, just, and that was just like a joke, but the funny thing about that whole process and just be coming from where you're coming from and just having that conversation with a pivotal figure like that, I know there's somebody back in Queens or in Brooklyn, the Bronx or Compton or, you know, the west side of Chicago seeing someone like you and saying like yo he looks just like me right yeah i mean he talks just like me mm -hmm. he dresses he listens to to the shit that i listen to like mm -hmm. have you ever had a conversation with a random fan person who recognizes your work knows who you are knows your lineage has anyone like that looks like us come up to you and be like yo you're giving me another source of you know, inspiration. To add to that, like especially it. knowing that you probably didn't have that growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you didn't no, have somebody yeah, to look yeah. at that looked like Have you, you had those yeah. experiences? Yeah, like, like there are kids that come to me all the time. Like, man, like, I grew up watching what, like, you ride and what you're doing has been a huge source of inspiration or motivation. It's like, man, like, it's always dope to hear that because sometimes, like, I do feel like, man, are people paying attention to what's going on mm -hmm. right yeah. now? Like, do you mm -hmm. see how crazy this is? Mm -hmm. That's one. And then two, like, like for me growing up, like, again, to that point, like, having someone like P, like, on music videos, on MTV, BET, like, riding BMX bikes, like, that's dope. But then I also pull from other places, right, where it's like, even if it's not BMX per se, but just someone that's changing the game, someone that's pushing the bar in their, in their own lane, I feel that's also something that has motivated me throughout my life, you know, like, mm. even watching someone like MJ, like, ball out crazy like, yeah like watching like braun everything he's done for the game even you know like the I mean? tiger woods right woods like serena you know what i mean there's so many people i feel who have just like changed the game raised the bar and like i find motivation and inspiration in those people as well i don't i don't know if this you know as we're talking just as knowing you i don't know if this is you know to me i think it's an accurate comparison i, I look at you sometimes and i get flashes of like alan iverson 
That's crazy. Someone else said that to me recently, man. Yeah. I get flashes of Allen Iverson because the way you move and the way you operate and the way you convey your art or whatever it is, is unorthodox. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there are parts of you, majority of people that want to take from you and do that and be who you are because then he stayed the same. He didn't... This is authentic. Yeah, he just literally stayed in his his box. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And people came to him. Right. And I feel like that's something that you and him share, you know, vividly. Mm. Like, do you, do you feel? Yeah, like, it's it's crazy. I was in a design session maybe, like, three weeks ago, and the designer was like, yo, bro, I was thinking about other athletes that are, like, similar to you that we can we can use as a point of reference. Because a lot of times, too, when you get in some of these rooms and people, they need a reference point because mm-hmm. their imagination and their mind can't wrap it's only around. so limited. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they got to give them something to spark, like, be like the, oh, that, open oh, the memory. I get that. Yeah, right. that's what that is. People yeah. like, look at me like, hold on, you ride bikes, you're from, okay, you don't compete in contests, but then all these big brands work with you, and mm-hmm. you're doing all these things over here, and you're creating over here, mm-hmm. and it's confusing for them. So we were talking, like, man, he's like, yo, Allen Iverson, bro. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yo, shout out to my guy Mike for saying that, but <laughs> it's crazy you say it now too. But um, yeah, that's what I say. It's, it's interesting. Maybe this, maybe the universe is trying to say something. Maybe, maybe AI is gonna watch this. <laughs> yeah. and like, maybe AI is gonna see this and be like, yo, who's this? Yo, shout, shout, can't be forward. Can't be forward. And I also want to uh, just point out how um, next time you do come, just just let me know that you're gonna wear like a brand new pair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because because it was yeah, yeah, yeah. no, because it's raining. Now, honestly, and it's like, honestly, they're not that bad. They're not that bad today. But so, I mean, I'm just like, just yo, just let me know, like, yo, or just have wait, Crystal tell me that like, why, why he's got you? a new pair on today. Why? You might want to bring one too. You should like, just assume. You should just I, assume. I should, like, but like, I thought it was raining, so maybe he come in with some Tim's or like, no, I don't come know. on. This like, is why I can't do uptown. Though, this, like, this when I left the crib, it wasn't raining yet. Yeah, yeah. like, because <laughs> I know he got a new pair in the car too. God. So like, I'm not even like, I ain't. It's even, like a white tee for you, yo. The all white Air Force One low thing is a problem. It is, bro. Problem, bro. Bro, I've been trying for years with this man, but he I just yo, <laughs> I'm a, low is who he is. I'm bro. a creature of habit, bro. Yeah, like Nazi, you know, every time I see you, like I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> He's either a white tee, some sweats, this that, like I just Yankee, Yankee hat, Yankee, like, Yankee. right? I'm just like, I'm a creature. It's like a bro. cartoon character. Like you know, he's gonna be in that. Like it's. I'm it's, sorry, man. Like hey, listen, as you, you know, should be, man. That's just, I mean, and that's what you. That's what got you to where you are. You were a creature habit, and you you did what you did, and you stayed true to who. You were, and that was that. Like, Ran- random question. To. Random question. I peeped you at the uh, at the intergalactic uh, premiere mm-hmm. uh, for, for Netflix with Cuddy, and Cuddy's character uh, it rides his bike right around there. Like I, I don't know. What, did you catch wind of that? Was that something that like were you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, a, a part of that that sort of like influence? Like what was that? What was that? Or what was it like just for you seeing that? Um, we actually just dropped a video on Instagram like an hour ago. Really? Where, yeah, where it's like I'm riding and then that character is riding as well. I knew it. It cuts back and forth. I, I, knew, I knew there was something there. Once <laughs> I saw Listen, you hold on, there, hold on, hold on, hold on. once I saw wait, you there and I saw the bike, I was like, something's happening. Cause there. I think, I think like we need to form some kind of like, you know, marketing, <laughs> consulting because 
the Allen Iverson shit yeah. that his man said to him a couple days ago. Yeah. And now the Kid Cudi shit that he just filmed an hour ago. I see. I see. Bro, I think we lied. Like we, there's something. There's something in the we stars just, that we do. I, I, I see you with Kenny. I see you Kenny Barris kicking it. He <laughs> <laughs> just connected dots right bro, now. Bro, connected man. Like bro, we connected man. Bro, you put the stop the aluminum foil hat on. I keep my ears to the show. I see you with Kenny Barris talking shit. I'm like, all right, I see what's happening. Nah, we're not gonna give away now. We don't know what the fuck this nigga got playing, but. <laughs> we see it. The next That's one you gotta pay for. We see it. Next one you gotta pay for that next time. Nah, man, uh, we'll, we'll keep talking about career, but you mind if you, if you just shoot the shit with us for the nah, next couple yeah, minutes, man? You gotta, like, you gotta, if you gotta move, you gotta let's move. Let's get to it, bro. What y'all talking about? Low, man. Yo, oh, okay, man, Draymond, bro. What's uh, good with Draymond, son? Nothing's good with. No, 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 no. no. I don't mean that in the back. No, let's talk about it. Let's I don't, talk about no, listen, see now, because I had a very. It was a. I've been, Tuesday. Sa- I've been saving this combo for a while. Tuesday, Tuesday night, I was on Twitter, right? Yeah. And I was just talking about, like, you know, teammates, you know, and no, and no matter what the sport is, teammates fight. Right, right, right. right, right. Because mm-hmm. we have access to shit, because social media is so prevalent, now things are being exposed. And now we're just like, oh my God. What happened in that lock or what happened in that practice facility has happened around every sports yeah. culture. Listen to me, listen to me. Now, was he wrong? Draymond was completely wrong for yeah. many reasons. For one, how he hit him. Two, who he hit. And three, you being the dog and you being the 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 OG on that team. You got to exude confidence. You're the emotional leader yeah. of that and team. And I get it. I understand. Yeah. My only thing, what I was trying to convey on my timeline is like, bro, this stuff happens. These are grown men who are competing, who get mad at their teammates because they know mm-hmm. that there's other things mm-hmm. in that person's body that you're not giving us. Right. And from the conversations that Jordan Poole was having around, like, you know, making the jokes and this, that, and the third. Triple single. Sometimes niggas need to be punched in their mouth. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You can tell who has not been punched in their mouth like, I, on my time. Like, I can tell which one of y'all motherfuckers is. Bro, like, oh, my God, you're condoning, you know, people getting hit. I'm like, bro, it's sports. This is a physical, mentally draining sport, and people lose their shit sometimes, I, I, and they're me. wrong. I Look, see where you're coming wrong. from. Draymond is wrong. Bro, like, niggas is pussy. <laughs> yo, I, I ain't never yo, seen this in a game. Yo, niggas is pussy. How do you guys feel about them releasing the footage? That, that's, that's the that's only crazy, thing. Bro. That's, that's the crazy. only that was wild. First off, that's wild. I'm not. It's not that crazy. First off, it is. He sold it what for two point six? Do you know how much? Who sold it? I don't somebody know. I don't know for two point six million. I think that was that's confirmed. Somebody confirmed. I think somebody from the Warriors facility sold the video to TMZ for. You gotta pay someone enough to get hired for, for a, a very hefty amount of change. Not, I, I, that video crazy. ain't cheap. That video, that whatever video is it was. Not cheap. That's I'm crazy. saying the reason why I don't think it's crazy is because they do live in the Bay Area and the rent up there is pretty crazy. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> that video intern that worked at the Warriors was not get, it was the juice was worth the squeeze at that point. He's like, you about to pay me how much for this video? Shit, let me throw my cell phone on the recording. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and that's yo, and which that's, is wild. That that that's literally the only problem I have with this situation. So I hear I, where you're coming from with this, right? That's right. the only problem. And I mean, yes, that's the only problem I have. Several other problems there, but I I I, I see where you're coming from with this. Mm-hmm. My thing is you're context matters here. Right, bro. context matters, and here. the context is what they're a championship team already. Things like this happen when teams need to get to that extra level, need that extra boost or something, or they're just not good. And there's whatever that's the way they communicate. That's supposed to, the Golden State Warriors are supposed to be like the model franchise. Like they're supposed to be like, yo, did this not happen in Chicago? 
Of course, what, right. Right. So of course. What, so what are we saying? But at Jordan, the same time, Jordan, is Jordan was going to give you thirty-five. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's give it a it, fuck. All right, but <laughs> if you're, all right, but if you're making the point that they're already a championship team right. by that time with Michael Snuff right. uh, Curry, they had what four or five already. If, if Curry did it, it would be different. Understood. Understood. They Trust. already have four or five. So, so what, are we what are we saying? I, I'm getting to it. What I'm trying to say is. That context matters because one, they're already a championship team. Two, you're supposed to be the emotional leader. Three, your free agency's coming up. Four, Jordan Poole's about to get paid what, like a hundred something million dollars, mm -hmm. some extension. He, he's the two, the two involved parties, and the reason why Steve Kerr is like this is the hardest thing that our team has ever had to deal with, is because. There's a strong possibility that Draymond, this is going to be Draymond Green's last season with the Warriors anyway. There's a little financial tension. It's a financial tension. And they're like, uh, do we pay Draymond to stay or do we pay this guy who's a young stud who gets buckets? It's clearly Jordan Poole in bro, that scenario. Man, I don't right. Know, like, I just, I literally, bro, I get So if I'm Draymond Green <laughs> and like I've been here the whole time to help build this dynasty, I feel like I'm about to be on the chopping block pretty soon. Mm. I, I've already planted the seeds that like, yo, I want to be a Laker. When this is all said and done, you know what I mean. Like that's the only thing I have a problem with. I'm like, bro, like don't, Cass, don't, I, don't I, sabotage the this shit. Like, like, what's the actual problem though? The problem in that, the, like, the, the, he, he doesn't articulate I, the problem. Right? What's the problem? Wait, what's the problem? The problem I have is that, like, bro, he comes off. He comes off like. First off, you're an older guy. You're an OG. Which is what I... That's what, the big I, thing. I, I, yeah, I addressed that. You're supposed to be able to handle yourself better. I know he shoved you first. And I you, know that. You put your team in a tough spot. For and you put there. your team in a tough spot. You put your coach in a tough spot. You put everybody on... Like, they should be talking about repeating, ring night, all this other shit. Like, they're coming back with more talent than they had in years. Wiseman's coming back. They're odds-on favorites to do it again. That's what should be the conversation. But if you call yourself a leader, and especially an emotional, got to call it an emotional leader because we all know Steph's the real leader there, right? Mm -hmm. But you're like the motherfucking, you are the, the motivational leader of that team. You can't be punching your teammates like that. All right, bro. so. You can't. Again, video doesn't get leaked. We're talking about something else. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's so still that, fucked up. No, okay. We know like, that. Uh, uh, even know, though I, Jordan did it to but, Kerr, but it was still fucked up that he did that. Did I not just say what he did was bad? For right. sure. 100% what he did is, I, is I, wrong. And I said this, I conveyed this on Tuesday. I do not condone the behavior at all. Right. But now we're starting to talk about things that we're not involved in. We're starting to talk about right. contracts. We're starting to talk about trading we're talking, talking talking about you know someone's career ending at this team yeah. we're not that has to me that's the analysis in you because that's who you are if we're talking about music and something happened with rockefeller and this they i probably put my hat on too right. and start going crazy <laughs> right so right, I, right. I can understand that <laughs> but <laughs> me <laughs> but me just being the person who i am and, and trying to just like just trying to strip all the meat and potatoes and just look at it for what it is i just believe that you keep calling him the emotional leader. And I think in this particular situation, his emotions got the best of him. And now he's taking it to a point where he's like, yo, you know what? I'm going to step away from the team. I'm going to keep the focus off me so they can focus on right. opening ring night yeah. against the Lakers but next in Tuesday. A, in addition to that, not even just emotional leader, he is like an indispensable part of that dynasty. Like that team, as, as right. great as Steph is, as great as Clay is, as great as KD was when he was there, that team don't move the same without Draymond. Right. Draymond, like Draymond matters so much. He that matters, team, right? But the other, other part about it is like when you're that great and you're fighting to maintain that greatness, mm -hmm. it's hard. Yeah, right. It's difficult. Getting there is one thing. Maintaining Staying there is, is another. A, yes, a whole other thing, right? So someone that like like Draymond, who is that motivational leader that 
that emotional leader, he's going to have those emotions. And he, I feel he needs to have some of those emotions. Bro, you got to have, have some of those moments have have where it's fire. like, yeah. I got to knock some emotion to some of y'all niggas. Yeah, right. So, he's so had a lot have of, to. He's had I mean, a lot of you those know, like, no matter right. how but you do it, like, he's, no matter, had, right. he's had those moments, though, that where it, it may have gone too far. Like, like KD. what's the KD stuff? His emotion. We don't know what was said between him and KD, but we know it was bad. And we know it was eventually led to KD being like, I'm good. I'm going to Brooklyn. Right. We don't know. Like, the game six against Cleveland where he's kicking LeBron in the nuts and he knew he had X amount of technical fouls. He had to sit out a game, bro. That's the reason that series goes seven and LeBron eventually wins another title. It's a whole different NBA. It's a whole different league if that doesn't happen. I understand playing with the edge. I understand playing with emotion and being that fiery guy all the time. But, like, being able to control that is a skill. And sometimes when you get a little older and you're starting to lose that physical thing, you have to overcompensate. What did, yes. what did I say to him? What did I with say this? to him? What did I say to him earlier in an interview? I said, you're human first. Yes. Right, 100%. Right? So, as a human, your heart, your passion, your mental, your just that thing comes out. Whether you're a banker, whether you're a biker, podcaster, analysis, you know. Why you pick me as the banker? <laughs> no, we're not touching that. Not this week. Not this week. No, 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 no. Catch it up, no, 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 no matter, no matter, no matter what field you're in, you do have an emotional spark. You yeah. do have that motivational thing that is gonna get my coworkers, my field to be like, yo, this is serious, right? Yeah. We're in training camp. We're up for another title. The league is looking very fresh right now. Yeah. Brooklyn is looking how they looking. LA's looking how they looking. Milwaukee's looking how they looking. Memphis, this and the third. Bro, we they're coming for us. Mm. Right? So if we don't have that dog in this facility, they're gonna chew us up alive. Now, I'm not again, I'm not condoning how Draymond conveyed that message. But what I'm saying is, I'm not mad for him punching somebody in the face to understand how deep I think I'm upset because I, right. I've been punched about it. I've been punched in the face I've been punched in the face during practice before. Too. No, during practice. Like, Nigga, I've been punched in the face. What happened? It shifts your shit. Wait, this is right. very it relevant. You. This is very relevant right. experience. This is my first. Uh, this oh, is my before you jump into this, I do have to bounce. Okay. Oh, God damn. Let's wrap this up real quick. Nigel Sylvester, your new book, Go. Yes. Rizzoli Books. Congratulations on that. It's available now. Just it's came out this now. Tuesday. Appreciate that. I mean, you, you got the Yankee stuff going, the Nike stuff. Mercedes. Uh, Mer uh, it, right. the, the list goes <laughs> on. Bro, I, I did my research. Bro. The list. I did my research. Goes on. Working. Like I said, it's That's can't it. stop, That's won't it. stop, man. Anything yes, you want to show to the people, you know, you were, where you're going to be at next or whatever. You dropping your shoes? Yeah. Oh, you, you got a joke? No, no. I saw, you got I, jokes? I saw some shoes. No, no. We just unveiled a new colorway to my Jordan 1. So. You know, hit the um, when's that, Instagram. When's that? And, yo, yo, this nigga looked that. at me like, yeah, uh, instead of Air Force Ones, Jordan Ones, low. I'll make, you, I'll make you feel better when he comes in with his own Jordan Ones. Like yeah, I said, we, ain't, we in can't stop, won't stop mode right now. Yes, man. sir. Just, very, just very, very proud of you, man. I'm glad that we got you here. And you, no, you just, likewise. you've been a blueprint. You've been Thank a you. friend. You've been, you, you know, a drinking buddy, bro. <laughs> But nah, thank you, man. Uh, you this is know. Nigel Sylvester right here. Get that book. Get that. Get that book. Go right. very, very, very soon. Book, and, uh, yo, thank you, man. Nah, you already yes, know. Thank you, appreciate it. Queens you, in the building. Big yes, Queens. Sir.
Hey, Lo, anything you want to say before we get out of here, man? Uh, I'm just appreciative that my man came through. Rosie, yeah. we're going to have a talk later. Uh, Rosie, <laughs> I'm upset. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, at any text. point, if you feel the need to punch your coworker in the face, do so. <laughs> hey, that didn't come from us. That Only in sports. Not in the corner world. <laughs> you take that advice if you <laughs> want to. We'll see how far that goes. Um, okay. Make sure you're, you're, you're tapping in on this feed on Say Less Daily, dropping 30-minute uh, daily podcasts, short joints. You'll see special guests. You'll see these guys pop in here and there yeah, yeah. every morning. Just tune into the feed, log in, and of course, sign on to the Patreon, patreon.com slash say less as we continue to build that out. We're going to give you exclusive quality content on there that you can only pay for. There's so many folks that want to financially support the show. Right. Here is your chance. Patreon.com slash say less. We'll catch you in there. Um, that's it for today's episode, though, man. Appreciate y'all kicking it for our guest, Nigel Sylvester, Thank Jake, Loki, like we always do at this time. Stay free, stay safe, and always say less. I'm hitting we the right. foot locker right now. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you Get next a fresh week. Pair. <laughs>